Hello, hello. If you hear this annoying ass voice, you're listening to Taking L's. I'm Kyla, the unconventional accountant who's still coming out with a new name for myself because it's whatever. And again, I have my the the intern, the social media intern here. So Kayla is still with me for the time being while Holly is on her mental health hiatus. Is that the word for it? Holiday. She's on a little holiday for her mental health. So, um, what are we going to be talking about today, Kayla? College. Yes. University. University. So, uh, the reason that Kayla and I are talking about this today is because we actually, on the day that this is going up, the day or the day after this is going up, yeah. we'll be graduating from college. So we started four years ago, essentially, almost to the T four years ago, like around this time, four years ago, we were scrambling, trying to get stuff together, trying to get figure out what we were taking to college and all that type of stuff. So um, I have like lists and I've wanted to do a YouTube video for those of you guys who don't know. I started posting on my YouTube again. I don't know how I feel about that, but I've wanted to do like videos about my college experiences and I have a few up there, but the only ones that gain traction are when I am talking shit about horrible roommates and therefore people then come and talk shit about me and call me spoiled and a bitch and all of those other names in the book but we um essentially I want to do videos like this on YouTube but I feel like it would actually be more beneficial other than it just being my own personal experience to have someone else here talking about their experience along with me so that's what we're going to do today we I don't know how you want to structure this or how you want to do um, it. It doesn't matter. Um, maybe we can start from the beginning and then work our way through each year and we kind of give like our advice as to what we would want to do or change or what we need to do. What you possibly, if you're going through college, maybe need to think about during each step yeah potentially or each year because now that we're at the end we can obviously go back and think like oh I should have been doing this my sophomore year I should have been more involved in this and whatever whereas you know like hindsight is always 2020 and some of you guys who might either just be entering college or like halfway through college or maybe you're even going into your senior year and you're still a little confused about what steps you should be taking are you thinking about grad school like all of this type of stuff and by no means do Kayla and I have everything together absolutely not so uh this is just kind of our experience take everything with a grain of salt because you know our experience isn't going to be the same as everyone else's and that is just that so freshman year, we kind of touched on this last episode a little bit. So just for a recap for anyone who's new, Kayla, where did you go freshman year? Georgia Southern University. Where is that in? In Statesboro, Georgia, um, 45 minutes away from Savannah, Georgia. AKA Satan's butthole. So It, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't that bad. It was just a, a place that was very desolate and didn't have much going on. Um, you went to school to go to school and not to really figure yourself out and to enjoy it. And I'm not saying that that's everyone's case, but I I just felt as though there it wasn't as, it didn't give me the liberal arts experience that I thought I was going to get 
I thought that there were still some very close-minded people who went there, people who just went there to join their sorority, graduate after four years, and then, you know, sorority or fraternity or Greek life and involve themselves exclusively in that. Or I think everybody there, they wanted to find a niche or a niche and stick to that. I'm not that type of person. Um, neither, I don't think Kyle and I, we were raised to be the type of person to be one-dimensional. Um, we have many pillars to our home, mm-hmm. many things going on, many things about ourselves. Not one thing strike like you know presents itself the majority of the time, and therefore, just it was hard to kind of fit in. So I transferred and went to the Kennesaw State University, where Ooh. I attended the um, traditional nursing program. Yeah, yeah, and. I am done. Yeah, so I came to Kennesaw in a little bit. I guess we can also talk about our the way that we went about choosing colleges because, to be completely honest, um, I went about it in a completely impractical way. I feel like Kayla definitely had more of a logical, like, step-by-step, this is what I'm looking for in a college, whereas I wanted... So I personally wanted to go to Mercer University. I thought it was a great school and that it was prestigious and I didn't care that it was a private college and all of that type of stuff. I wanted to go to Mercer pretty much all of high school and I wasn't really thinking of any other colleges or wanting to go anywhere else. And I visited and I really did love Mercer's campus. I love the atmosphere. I really did like Mercer. The only like red light for me was the freshman housing because it was a situation where like it's not that I necessarily minded sharing a bathroom, but I really didn't want to share living space with someone just because my older sister had had roommate horror stories with her sharing a bedroom with someone and like having condoms left in her bed when there's, you know, there's obviously two separate beds and just having condoms left in her bed and condoms left all over the room and always having like a person in there having sex in the room with you and like that type of thing their roommate being really dirty and stuff like that so from the beginning I did not at all want to have like a shared living space I'll share a bathroom with someone but I do not want to share breathing room with them but I just feel like it's so unsanitary it's weird and anywho like I've realized that throughout my college experience and not almost every facet, but I am very unconventional. So things that are st- the status quo, I just don't, I just refuse to do. Um, for example, like my freshman year, I said, I'm not living in dorms where there are a lot of people. I'm living in dorms that make me feel like I'm in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the type of nursing that I do. I don't want to work on the floor. The floor is not for me. I know my personality and therefore I'm going to do operating room nursing or surgical services nursing. So I feel as though you have to be whoever you are. You have to be able to determine your personality and how that works with the things that you want. I knew I wasn't going to gel well with sleeping next to somebody mm-hmm. who wasn't somebody that I was involved with. Yeah, romantically involved, involved with. I just knew, or my family. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it's a hard stretch because, like, if my family were to come visit, 
even one time my mom came to visit and she slept in my bed and it was just rough and I didn't yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10 did not enjoy myself I love so. you mommy so. yeah it's like I, I don't know I just that was a somewhat of a hard limit for me I, I just didn't want to do that so that was the only caveat for me of going at at the time the only caveat for Mercer for me and so like I at first the only school that I was applying to was Mercer and I did get in but when it came down to looking at like the school fees and how expensive everything was and the fact that they weren't willing because it is a private university like I was eligible for Zell Miller scholarship which covers 100% of like your tuition fees so the fees for your classes and everything and when it's a private school that's at a public university and at a private university it only covers I think what like 80% or like 85% or something like that even with Zell Mill and then the Hope Scholarship covers even less um, because I think Hope only covers 100% like up to a certain amount of credit hours and then afterwards it's like or maybe it's like 80, 90 some percent, but it doesn't cover the whole thing. But with private colleges, even um, the Zell Miller scholarship doesn't cover all of your tuition. So tuition and fees and everything were amounting to be like 30,000 plus dollars a year. And they were only willing to give me an $18,000 scholarship on top of like the Zell Miller and everything. So it just wasn't plausible for me especially because at the time I was bouncing in between majors like I thought that I wanted to be an English major and go to law school or like major in journalism and Mercer has a really good journalism program but then my senior year of high school I took yearbook class and it could have just been the people that I was with in yearbook class a lot of them were like the blonde pretty popular girls that I just didn't gel with very well they're very entitled very cliquish and I didn't have a good time in my year but class which was our journalism prep type of course in high school mm. so I personally was just like I don't like this shit like I liked the writing and I liked the creative process of the layouts and putting things together for the yearbook but I didn't like the class overall it, just, it really turned me off of journalism so I got back into that okay well I still like writing I still want to do um some sort of writing or some sort of English so I but you can major in English literally anywhere yeah. not everywhere has journalism programs particularly but you can major in English anywhere and so that was when I personally started seeing the cracks in what my idea of Mercer was so that um the whole room situation I guess or housing situation but the alternative to that would have been me living at home actually because Mercer is only 30 minutes away from where my parents live and that raised another problem for me personally because I was like okay it's 30 minutes away from home so it would make no sense for me to live on campus number one and I do somewhat want to live on campus and I want to get away from home like I don't want to be living with my parents all during college because then I feel like I can't get a college experience authentic to myself and um 
that and the fact that because it was so close, I could see my parents like wanting to come see me every, if I did live on campus, for instance, coming to see me every single weekend or like just dropping by whenever. Mm -hmm. And that's somewhat of a boundary. I wouldn't want them to be able to just come by with that whenever, come by unannounced because I do value my privacy and I value my alone time and everything. And I just felt like I wouldn't get that there at Mercer. So despite it being an amazing school, I was just kind of like, this isn't for, I don't think it's for me. And then it came up to, okay, well, um, if I'm not going to Mercer, where am I going? So I started tagging along where at the different tours because Kayla was the one scheduling pretty much all of the tours and uh, figuring out like, oh, I want to go see this school and that one. So I started tagging along with her on those And um, it started giving me like every school we visited, I think we visited in total, I think, well, we didn't have to visit Valdosta State because that's where our older sister went. So we kind of knew a little bit about Valdosta and we knew that we didn't necessarily want to go there. And our older sister also recommended not going there. We toured Armstrong Atlantic, which was again, a really nice campus. And it had things that I think I would have been like fine with and it was in savannah so it's near the coast and near the beach and all that fun stuff near river street i'm sure having a 21st birthday down on river street would be yeah fun a little fun yeah absolutely epic but it's still like the issue with the dorms still arose because they still have kind of that traditional housing with the dorms as far as not getting your own room and i was just kind of like not into that and we went, we toured Georgia Southern, which I liked at first, but then we toured, um, we toured Kennesaw after that, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I personally, not for any good reason, I just fell in love with Kennesaw's campus, with the people there. Uh, I liked the fact that I saw recycling bins because at other schools, I didn't see like their recycling bins, like just there or many of them uh we had lunch at the commons which at the time was banging the commons used to be the best fucking thing about Kennesaw I swear we had some great fucking food uh and I I just liked the layout of Kennesaw I liked the fact that it wasn't a super large campus actually no it's relatively small and close together but yeah the from the north housing which is like the freshman main housing all the way to south the south southern end i guess of the college or of the university which would be like arc and the upperclassmen housing that's probably maybe a mile total from end to end and so like the width and length of kennesaw is very condensed and I liked the area. I liked that Kennesaw was a little bit more suburban, but it was also close enough to Atlanta that if I wanted to go to Atlanta for anything, I wanted to go to the aquarium or the Civil Rights Museum and all that fun stuff that I could go there. And um, I also liked the dorm situation because none of the dorms on Kennesaw's campus are shared bedrooms. You might share a bathroom, which is what I ended up doing my freshman year, but you're not going to share a bedroom with someone 
someone else. And that was really important to me. So all of those aspects came together. I really didn't look at Kennesaw's academics because if I'm being completely honest, retrospectively, I can say that I wasn't very challenged in undergrad at Kennesaw State. I definitely could have gone to like a UGA or a Georgia Tech or somewhere that was a little bit more rigorous. But um Other than that, it was all of the other pieces to Kennesaw that really pulled it together for me personally that made me say, I want to go here. And so at first it was my second choice, essentially. But then once I decided I didn't want to go to Mercer anymore, it became my first choice. And that was the only other school I actually applied to. And that's where I ended up. So... I feel like you did your college selection based off of emotions and I did mine based off of logistics and Mm -hmm. uh, plans and backup plans and potential other things. I just basically, um, and I think that's, I neglected emotions and because of that I didn't notice how similar Georgia Southern was to our hometown and I just really didn't, slowly progressing into the person that I am today, I would not be the Kayla that I am if I stayed at Georgia Southern simply that simply put like I just wouldn't I mm, I'm glad I transferred that's all I can say but when choosing Georgia Southern I really liked Georgia State but um it was it was huge concern with our parents about us living in the city and Mm -hmm. walking home and doing this and they didn't feel as though we were ready to be out in the world like that and that's partially I wouldn't say their fault but partially on them simply because they didn't teach us street smarts they protected us and tried to shield us and hide us from everything yeah so um at the end of the day that's what happened but thankfully um I I don't regret the journey that I took to get to Kennesaw I really enjoyed the diversity when I came to visit Kyla during um, spring break of 2016, I really enjoyed the the atmosphere, how just free it was, how there were a lot of people, the things weren't so spread out. Um, it took me 20 minutes to walk to the gym at Georgia Southern, and I did that every single day and still worked out. Um, in order to get to my farthest class, it was a, almost a 30-minute walk. So, yeah, it just wasn't. And we didn't have cars at the time until our second semester. So we had to manage however we had to manage. But, yeah, so I kind of based it off of my major and nursing and trying to choose. I tried to choose a college um, kind of backwards, like look at the program first and then look back and not really care about the gen eds. But the gen eds were important because... Kennesaw's gen eds were more challenging than Georgia Southern's were. Really? Just simply, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm glad I took my chemistries there, but um, just the anatomy (laughs) and physiology was very simple at Georgia Southern. Even the labs, all we had to do was identify parts of the body, learn, and yeah, it was a lot. You only had two exams. You had to, you know, make two A's if you wanted an A. If you made an A and a B, you got to be in the class. Um... Like, that's just how it worked, and it was very rigorous in that sense. But when I went to Kennesaw and took AMP2, it was a whole different story because they wanted you to actually, in the lab, they wanted you to actually know how to identify body parts and identify things, but also you had to know the physiology behind it. So that was significantly harder. 
And um, I don't know if Josh, my lab partner, is listening to this, but he was a real one. We studied a lot. Um, even though I got a B in the class, it was my first B ever. And I was crying about it, but I got many Bs in nursing school. I, I just got a B. And I'm happy for it. You know why? Because I'm done. <laughs> That's it. But I got an A in leadership. But you know, because everyone needs to do that. Um, but yeah, so that's basically how I ended up at Kennesaw. Yeah, in my freshman year, I had, a, I would say, an easier time than Kayla did at Georgia Southern as far as finding friends and, like, a gr- different groups of people. And as Kayla kind of touched on earlier, we've never been the type to be in, like, one specific group of people and stay there. We kind of like to term ourselves as floaters. We find, kind of float from one group to another because we can just we have so many facets to ourselves essentially that we don't just fit one stereotype or one prototype of a certain group of people so for instance you know I I don't know I I can listen to and this makes me sound like one of those I'm not like other girls type people but I can listen to the 1975 or Nirvana or like hard rock not really metal, but I can listen to all of that stuff, but I can also find appreciation for Casey Musgraves and Carrie Underwood and Florida Georgia Line and certain country singlers. Even though I don't listen to a whole bunch of country, I can still find a... Actually, I love my girl, Casey Musgraves. She is literally the best thing to ever happen to my life in more recent years or more recent months, I guess you could say, other than the 1975's concert. But... Uh, but I can also listen to like the pop girlies like Ariana Grande and I'll listen to a little bit of R&B and that's just kind of like we're just very eclectic people we don't have one particular taste in music we don't have one particular taste in food we don't have one particular taste in friends so that makes it very easy it can it makes it easy to meet new people and get to know new people and have multiple groups of friends around you sometimes Mm -hmm. but Uh, it can also make it hard to make genuine connections with people. And I feel like even though I was surrounded by a lot of great people and I had my friend groups, I met my best friend for life in Astrid my freshman year through her being my roommate. I had a really good group of guy friends when, you know, they weren't trying to sleep with me uh, freshman year. And I have like other acquaintances here and there. I had someone who was kind of like my gym buddy who used to go and wake up with me at seven in the morning to go to a spin class. Uh, She was great and everything. And I just had a, I had at least a whole bunch of people around me that I could go to for certain things. Like if I needed a friend to go to the commons with, I had someone that I could call. Uh, Whereas because I feel like everyone at Georgia Southern or most, I can't say everyone, that's a generalization, but a lot of people at Georgia Southern kind of had that singular focus. If it makes any sense, pretty much all of like the pretty popular group of girls who wanted to be in sororities, like the blonde hair, blue eyes type of girls who didn't get into UGA, they all went to Georgia Southern. Just about, yeah. So that kind of, you guys can kind of put together that stereotype of the sorority girl. And like, that's basically what Georgia Southern was. And even when we went there to visit and Kayla had her orientation and everything, like our my mom and I could just tell that it wasn't going to be the place for Kayla. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and even like we didn't tell Kayla this because we didn't want to freak her out but my mom and I stayed at a hotel like off of the campus because it was an overnight thing at Kayla's orientation and we went to Walmart I can't remember why I think mommy forgot like deodorant or something simple or needed a brush or a comb we went to Walmart and we actually saw a group of pickup trucks in a circle with confederate flags on the back of like flying on the back of them mm-hmm. and that was the moment where my mom and I were just like yeah let's hope Kayla transfers eventually like this isn't she's not gonna like it here we don't like it here this isn't gonna be the place for her so that's the type of place that Georgia Southern was so I had like I was saying in long form basically that I had a much easier time because there are more diverse groups of people up Mm -hmm. here in Kennesaw rather than down in Mm -hmm. Statesboro so I did have like ups and downs I had my first relationship I don't think like well relationship quote unquote but or end quote not unquote sorry for misspeaking the grammar police just yeah. came out. But um, I had my first relationship, which I obviously earned, learned a lot about myself uh, with. You know, friends c- came and go. It taught me that friends do come and go. You're not going to... Freshman year, you are going to find some of the few people that are, like, going to be your lifelong friends, I think. Unless you go to a place where you absolutely hate everyone and dread everything. But, um, like I said, I found Astrid as one of my best friends my freshman year. So, she's someone who 100%, like, if I could have four maids of honor... Which Astra will probably get married before me, so she'll be a maiden of honor. But uh, if I could have four maids and maidens of honor, I would because Astrid is someone that I consider a sister to me. She is like blood to me. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for her. So you will be able to find some of those people, but also don't put too much pressure on something being like a forever friendship because not everyone is meant to be in your life forever no not at all and I mean at the end of the day I found my group of people my little chosen family my final year of school so you never know when you're gonna find them um, or where they're gonna find you but it's gonna happen and I just didn't put pressure on it I just knew okay started off with one friend and then another friend that built on and then you got to meet new people and see new things and so I would suggest always being open don't be the the student that's going to say no to everything yeah say no to things that you're not comfortable with but when it comes to oh come hang out with us here or come with us here when you say no you could be blocking your blessings from finding people who you truly truly like will love and care about and um be real friends and be a true family to you if I would have said no to some of the things like going to certain parties or going to certain events I don't think I would be as close with the girls that I'm with um close to from nursing school if I would have said no and I I was one to say no for the majority of college because I was so focused on school and this and that and when I finally started saying yes and I was like well you know Things aren't as bad. I, I enjoyed going here. I enjoyed doing this. Granted, we were all busy the majority of the time. But there were those little seldom moments where, hey, come to Starbucks with me or, like, you know, doing little things like that. So I recommend being cautionary with your yeses and nos and just being aware 
Yeah, because at the end of the day, you are going to college for school. Like, that should be hopefully your main goal because I couldn't imagine spending thousands and thousands of dollars to not be going to college for school. But also, you have to have that fine balance. I was that person in high school who never went to any events, didn't go to really football games until my senior year. You would always catch me, like, studying or if I wasn't really studying because I didn't have to study but so hard but you would catch me at least with my nose in a book like I didn't really have a group of friends in high school I didn't really go out like I said and when I got in college that's when I wanted to change that so that's when I started to become like yeah these people I might not necessarily vibe with them completely our personalities don't click but they're asking me to go out to dinner with them at the Commons. so I will like for instance there was this one girl um who I met her I was trying to get a job as like a campus tour guide because like I said I really did enjoy Kennesaw and I thought that would be a cool little job on campus job to do and to show people like all of the things in Kennesaw that I learned to love and I met her through that neither of us got the job but we kind of like followed each other on Instagram and everything an acquaintanceship and I remember uh she's a decently cool person but I I always just felt like I couldn't really vibe with her and then I remember she invited me to go um to go eat dinner with her at the commons one day and so I went and she was literally on her cell phone the entire time talking either calling on the phone with her boyfriend or like texting other people we did not say like one word to each other it was so bad that um you guys know from if you're listening or if you've been listening for a while from uh Michael back in the early days he literally like came up and I had him sit down with me and I sat and had a conversation with Michael at the same table while this girl who asked me to go to dinner with her did not talk to me at all and so after that I was just kind of like not I was like not into it because she would sometimes be like hey do you want to go uh there was this place called gosh I can't remember the skillet it was like an open a nighttime eatery near the dorms essentially yeah and she was like oh I want to go to the skillet but you know I just don't want to be walking alone and everything do you want to go with me and I was I there were multiple times where I told her I was like no and it's not because I wanted to be mean but it was because I knew that we she would just be on the phone with her boyfriend or just texting other people when you know we could be talking and making a connection so even though like she's a cool girl or whatever but I just we just didn't vibe like that or I didn't vibe with her and so we don't really run in the same circles or anything like that we don't really see each other here and there I'll be like hey your blog post was really good and whatever because she has a blog and Um, you know, just things like that. Or I'll be like, oh, that outfit's cute. But on the whole, I don't fuck with her like that because she couldn't sit off the phone for like 10 minutes to talk to someone that she invited to dinner. So it's like, you're gonna encounter those types of people. The person that I went to like, uh, used to, I used to have dinner with her pretty much every night until she had to move home. Um, because her sister had some medical issues but and I I used to go to the gym with her and everything she was there for just a season and then we never saw each other after first semester and never really contacted each other or anything like that she kind of just went ghost and fell off the face of the earth some people 
are just going to be like a really good friend for a season and you have to be okay with that, I guess. So just take take the yeses. But there's also a point, I, I guess I'm just trying to say balance, like don't let people waste your time. Like if someone invites you to dinner and you know you should be studying and they're just going to ignore you the whole time, don't say yes to that person. Yeah. So do you just want to combine? Because to me, junior and senior year, or not junior, uh, sophomore and junior year were kind of one and the same. Yeah, essentially. Um, we can combine the two. Um, so sophomore year... I is when I transferred um I got my job I started working um I was just preparing to get into the nursing program and then my junior year was I was in the nursing program I was adjusting to life at that um life within it um it was a hard, very hard adjustment I just didn't I wasn't prepared for it I'm um, looking back something that I would always advise is to um take t- learn learn how to take time for yourself that is one thing that I didn't know how to do because the way I unfortunately I'm not saying our parents raised us to be robots but it was to be all about school all the time and therefore you get to a certain point where I didn't know how to take care of myself I didn't know how to release my stress I didn't know how to relax I didn't and I'm still learning that because just it was just too overwhelming to even think about doing things for myself um so that's one thing that I wish I would have learned. But other than that, it was just school. I, I really genuinely had to just focus exclusively on school and work um, and adjusting to nursing school because it was just very difficult. Yeah, and similarly for me, I got my first job on campus. It was tutoring athletes. Some of them were great. Other ones just basically wanted me to do the work for them. Pretty typical at a D1 college, honestly, not really out of the ordinary or anything um and then I ended up I ended up disliking it at that job so much that I actually uh used Kayla and the great powers of nepotism to end up working at the office in which we worked at Mm -hmm. together um where she met Holly and yeah where I met some of my good friends for for life another friend for life that I'll have and it was pretty much just sophomore year for me was definitely where I was just I didn't really have the I guess free time that I did my freshman year both sophomore and junior year because I was just so concerned with like I had a job so anytime I wasn't in class I was working my job um and then I was preparing to get into the business program because at that point I had finally switched my major. So freshman year, I came into Kennesaw being an English major, took some English classes and general education classes and decided I don't want my shit critiqued. Like I don't want my art to be ripped apart all of the time, I guess you could say. So I decided that English wasn't for me, especially since I did want to go a little bit more of a creative writing route. At that point, I kind of gave up on the journalism thing because I just wasn't feeling it for myself. So I did want to go more into creative writing, but I also didn't want my shit to be picked apart uh, for anything other than like grammar. Grammar, obviously, there's specific rules and stuff, but I didn't want someone to be like, this plot sucks, or this poem is dumb, or, you know, I just couldn't handle it at that point. My ego was very fragile, so I tried to switch my major back to being undeclared, but they wouldn't allow me to do that. So I briefly flirted with switching it to chemistry because I thought about wanting to be a cosmetic chemist, 
But then I was just like, uh uh-uh. uh. That's a lot of work. Well, it's Sorry. not. E- it's not even. This sounds stupid, but I, uh, like my first boyfriend or whatever, he broke up with me like fifteen minutes before I had to go to my science class, my environmental science class. And I remember having to sit in that stupid fucking auditorium crying, like just tears down my face. But I was just like, I can't miss class. Like I can't, we have a test soon. I can't miss. So, um, I, it just kind of like scarred me for life. I never really wanted to go back. Once I was finished with my environmental science courses, I was like, I never want to take another class in here. Plus the bathrooms in the science building were fucking horrid. That's just on the first floor. Oh my, oh my gosh. The, well, then the first floor bathrooms were fucking horrid and they were out the thing out of horror movies. So that kind of factored in again, maybe a stupid decision, but I feel like I probably would have transfer from chemistry anyway like I just didn't as much as I would love to do cosmetic chemistry and formulating beauty products and stuff like that I just don't think ultimately that would be a uh, field that I would have much fun with so I ended up going to being a business or like pre-business I guess you could say I wasn't in the business program but uh, I went to business administration because my mom was like when in doubt get a business degree you can do pretty much anything with a business degree and then I took an accounting class and it was hard as hell and I cried on the first day because I didn't understand anything that was going on and I was like this is challenging enough let's major in it so uh, I ended up going basically my what do you call it was My sophomore year was like working and getting ready to get into the business program, which like I said, it wasn't particularly rigorous for me because once I started getting the hang of accounting, like I was there with it. You know, I just picked it up really, really well once I got a hang of it. Uh, Other business classes were just kind of boring to me, like business law, mainly uh, I guess memorization and at one point I actually did have my minor as business law but they never offered any of the fucking classes for it so I would have had to stay in school for like additional almost an additional year in order to get my a business law minor and it just wasn't worth it for me so um, I ended up dropping that minor picked it up one semester and I think I dropped it like literally the next semester once I saw that they weren't offering the courses that I wanted to take with it and hardly any of the courses that I needed to take. So um, junior year, pretty much all of the same. I was now in the business school taking my accounting courses and everything, but I was, um, I don't know what I was saying. I lost my train of thought, but I was also still working. And then I also had like my First, I guess you could say long-term serious relationship started. Mm-hmm. Well, that it technically started sophomore year, like towards the tail end of sophomore year and went into junior my junior year, um, which again, it's something that I learned a lot about myself and don't regret it at all. The only thing I regret about that is dating someone that I worked with. Yeah, that was not, I mean, granted, I, I was a supervisor of the office just this past year to toot my own horn it's really it was really nothing I, I just did some extra stuff it it was somewhat uncomfortable because I have to have always a professional outlook and I think with him it was very hard for me 
when he started dating you, it was very hard for me to kind of separate, I guess, if you if I had to make a metaphor, separate church and state. And so I, I have to look at you in a certain light when I'm at work. But then when I switch over and I come home, you're at a di- you're in a different light. And that's was hard for me to do because I'm I compartmentalize a lot. And um, just because that makes things easier for me. I mean, as long as you learn something about yourself and as long as you came out better from it, that's all that I care about. I think that's the point of every relationship, whether it ends or whether, you know, it ends in death, like you guys are... Not together anymore, or it... No, I'm talking about, like, it literally ends in death, like, you... Oh. Like, you die, like... Gosh, that took a turn. No, no, not trying to be morbid. Kind of took a tangle. (laughs) Not trying to be morbid, but when I say death, like, you've been married or you've been together until that point, like, for... Yeah. I mean, I I don't know, or you just try, or you ended in just you guys don't want to be together anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you learn something, that's what's the truth and what's mat what matters as long and a lot of times you need to learn you end up learning more so what you don't want rather than what you do but mm-hmm. I like process of elimination and that makes things easier for me so um but speaking of what I wanted to do I've always wanted to be in medicine um I always wanted to be a doctor doctors are cool um I'm cool so I was like why not me be a doctor However, um, I looked into it and I realized that I want not, I wasn't my freshman year because I didn't really discover my sexuality yet, but, um, it was, I I wanted a family. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a life. I wanted to travel when I was young. I wanted to do all certain things, um, and not be in college and school for a significant portion of my younger years. So I chose nursing instead because there are um, advanced practice nurses, which I will hopefully be within the next three to five years. And yeah, so I, I chose that route instead. And I'm somewhat still like playing around with the idea that I could go to medical school, but I just know that it would be too much because of what I would want to do. I'd want to go into surgery and those residencies can be fairly long, um, but it is what it is. I just really have a passion for taking care of people, um, people who come to me on their scariest days, their worst days of their lives, um, and taking care of them and being that voice of reason and being that sometimes you're the person in between them and death, along with God, because, you know, he's there, he, but he's helping you out. Mm-hmm. So, um, and making a miracle within itself, but... Yeah, it's just something magical that you can touch lives every single day. Even if I'm helping with the surgery, I don't do the surgery in the OR. I simply do a lot of documenting and a lot of running and a lot of um, helping the surgical team and keeping everyone on one accord. But even then, that's so important. Like the, the 10 minutes I get with my patient that before I take him or her back are some of the most valuable. And then the 10 minutes afterwards I spend with them, waking them up. They see a familiar face and they're looking at me and they're drooling and I'm wiping their drool. And, you know, those little moments are valuable that at the end of the day, yeah, I may not see this person ever again. But the fact that I could have potentially helped them in some way, shape, or form be more comfortable or have a better quality of life just makes everything worthwhile and worth it. So that's why I chose nursing. And it's also, I say it's the science of medicine, 
it's taking a science, medicine as a science, and then taking the art of people and combining the two. So we're working on helping people stay better, whereas doctors help people get better. So that's my spiel. But senior year was the toughest year I've had. That's the the year where I really needed to focus on my mental health, and I didn't. Um, well, I mean, I didn't, and then that it got to the point where it had to push me to where I did. I did have to start taking care of myself. I did have to start going to therapy to work some things out um, and to really figure out some ways to manage my stress because that's one of the main things that um, I struggle with is making sure that I stay as relaxed as possible. When I'm relaxed, I'm like the best person ever, but when I'm very stressed, it comes out, and I take it out on people, and I understand that now, but... Um, I just have to work on not getting myself to that point. Mm-hmm. And um, so it took a lot of growth and a lot of learning, but that's also when I met my true, really good support group, the Guacs, we call ourselves. It's a metaphor, basically. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's a metaphor basically saying that um, at a Mexican restaurant, you have to pay more for the guacamole, the, but the guacamole is worth it. It's Mm -hmm. worth paying extra. And so we kind of encouraged ourselves by taking on that name, saying, oh, well, we're we're worth it. So we're worth paying extra. We're worth going that extra mile. We're worth that hospital coming out and seeking us out and us working somewhere that we never thought that we would work before. There are only three people in the, what, 75, 80 people in my cohort that want to do perioperative nursing. That's very small in retrospect to what everybody else is doing. So I'm very specialized in what I do. However, it had to take myself and along with them encouraging me and saying, Kayla, you are worth it. You can do it. It's not, you know, you, you're worth it. They're going to pay extra. And darn Skippy, we're going to see next week if they're going to pay extra with this offer. So let us see. <laughs> um. Yeah, senior year was definitely probably the most challenging for me, but I feel like in a different ways than Kayla, because again, it wasn't necessarily challenging. For me, junior year academically was the most challenging because I just, I decided for whatever reason to take like three account or three businessy accounting. I, I was dumb and this is something that looking back, do not take all of your general education courses like your first two years, that sounds super attractive to do. And it sounds great because it's like, oh, once I get in my major, I can get into what I really care about. Don't do that because what you need to do is take some, leave some of your general education courses to have essentially fluff courses because then you'll end up like me and you're number one taking all business courses but also ending up taking two or three accounting courses every semester and getting super overwhelmed like uh I did I actually did that too my first semester of senior year um where I was taking three different accounting courses essentially at once and there were some days there was the way that the schedules were structured every single there was like every month, a week out of every month where I had an exam every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So for that, basically that entire school week, I was like, I would do one exam and I would be that night preparing for the next exam. And then the night after that, preparing for the next exam. So those weeks 
while it sounds really good because it's like, wow, I'm getting all of my exams out in this one week and then I can kind of sit back and relax. But though staying up night after night after night, woo. And that's when I really had to learn to kind of like study along the way so that it wasn't that I was studying the night before I took that exam, but I was more so doing review the night before and maybe a little bit into the morning before I took that exam. But I wasn't trying to like work out all of the practice problems we had. I was doing a little bit like each night weeks before and like going home us learning something in class and then me going home that night and putting it like together. putting it together and trying to understand the concepts as I went along instead of just being like oh well the test isn't for another few weeks so I'll be fine I'll just wait to figure it all out or to go to office hours or whatever else until then so definitely don't do that but also I would recommend like trying your best unless it is absolutely impossible to do so spreading out that workload keep some of those general ed requirements like wellness or PE or um art in society or whatever little fluff courses they have those general ed liberal courses that you have to take leave some of those for the end so that at least you have like one per semester Mm -hmm. one class that you don't have to go pedal to the metal in all the time and also for those classes use rate my professor because then you can figure out okay and and i know it's college, you shouldn't necessarily be trying to find the easy way out. But for those, you really don't want to take an unnecessarily hard teacher for a general ed requirement and get a B in a class that doesn't fucking matter, you know? Yeah, I would but also with your advice, I would also be take caution because I, I did what you didn't do and I was drowning, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because my, um, the, the program, the nursing program at Kennesaw State is already created for you. So you have no choice in which, like, when you're taking your class, which class and when. It's a certain sequence. You do it every single, every single semester. Everything is decided for you. You have no, no options. The only option you have is whenever you're taking your elective, um, as to if you, when, what you wanted to specifically take. Um, or when you wanted to take research. Those were the only two variable things in two years, the only two classes you could determine when or if you took it. Um, With that being said, I decided that I was going to hold on to some gen eds, and so I was ending up taking 15, 16. Like, one semester I was trying to put it all together, and I would have been taking 18 credits, and that just wasn't going to work. So, um, and on the flip side, I just wish I would have completed the majority of my stuff, um, beforehand so that I could easily just go along the sequence and not have to worry about one extra class, whether it, granted they were easy and they were online, but still it was extra work that I had to check in and do mentally when I needed to be checked in and doing other things. And I feel like, I wouldn't say my GPA suffered because my GPA is not horrible, but I feel like 
um, I would have been better academically and I would have been able to retain more and study more and participate in other things if that wasn't an extra thing that was on my plate. So kind of be cautious, know your program, research your program. Mm -hmm. If it's something that you can, you can kind of do that's very variable like business is then I would rec- take Kyla's advice but if mine is if you're doing something very structured like my program was then maybe you would be best to go ahead and get some things over with um, yeah and again that kind of just goes in like I said there were specific courses for me that I guess you could say gateway courses like you had to take accounting one to get into accounting two like duh because everything is building on top of itself but as far as the other business courses like most of them you could take in any order you wanted to like you didn't even have to I don't think take the management courses in a specific order because they had nothing to do with each other you know if you have a lot of flexibility I created I didn't even go to advising ever because the advisors at Kennesaw specifically for the business program I think they're trying to get better with it but um the advisors sucked and they used to give me such bad information all the time that I just started crafting like my own schedule and I figured out kind of my own plan for getting through the business program and through the accounting program but um yeah you kind of just have to figure Figure it it out you have to see what your major kind of is do you have flexibility to make your own schedule the way that you want is your major a type because part of the reason I feel as though the um nursing program is structured to where they pick your classes for you is because there's not enough professors oh there's not so they have to do it where they can optimize the professors and the times that those professors are available. Whereas in the business program, I mean, we're losing a lot of accounting professors, which is wild, but, or we have lost quite a few of them. But overall, we have enough professors to kind of like be able to offer a lot of different class slots. Um, so, and plus our rooms aren't, as big as y'all's in the nursing building no. so we can we they try to stuff a lot of us in those rooms a 50 person lecture hall and they're trying to stuff 70 plus people in it but you know it is what it is uh, so that is one thing and like I said there's opposing views between you heard Kayla's side of that but personally for me I wish I had a few classes that were a little fluffier to break up having so much accounting like literally having going from one accounting class to another accounting class an hour later to another accounting class so um I also like I said my during my senior year my long-term relationship my first long-term relationship ended so I had to learn how to function when you are feeling like shit and like yeah I had something like that my freshman year with my first breakup or whatever but your first heartbreak with someone that you are absolutely enamored with enamored of I don't know Mm -hmm. that you are fucking in love with woo 
and to have to go, especially because, like I said, um, we did work together. We went to the same school. There were so many places around Kennesaw's campus that were marked by him. Like I could drive into the parking lot and be like, oh, that's where we had our first kiss. Or we used to go up here to fool around. And this is where like we saw the Jeremiah Herrick uh, homecoming concert. We were here and all of that type of stuff. We went to the gym together. So it was like having to work through that and like, especially because we worked next to the place where a lot of his friends hang out, the Global Village. So it was like seeing their looks of pity because they like knew we had broken up and they saw me crying and all that stuff. That was probably one of the hardest things I ever had to do ever was like try to act like I had it all together. So it was like I would go fix myself in the mirror, go in the bathroom, get it together. And then I would go tutor someone for an hour and then I'd go back to the bathroom and start crying and then I would do the whole like process over again. I'd get myself together for my next tutoring appointment, get through all of that without crying and then go back. And I think that helped me, especially when I basically had like breakup part two when I was working my internship, I was able to sit there in my cubicle and like cry it out, thug it out, but still get these tax returns done. Mm. So um, to go along with that also, um, senior year, which again, you should do this. I think this should be something that you're looking at more in your junior year as well. But senior year first semester is when I really started getting serious about career hunting and getting serious about finding an internship and um, stuff like that. So I should have joined way earlier, but I joined Beta Alpha Psi, which if you have, if you're an accounting major, or I think it's actually open to accounting, finance, and uh, what is that called? Information systems, if it's like that's under your business program. But uh, it's basically, it started out as like the accounting honor society and started incorporating even more because finance and information systems kind of touch on accounting and go they start going hand in hand with each other and everything but uh, I decided to join Beta Alpha Psi and it was actually a really good decision for me because I did meet some of the people that I ended up interning with I met them through Beta Alpha Psi but I also just like met new and different people and like made connections that way and a lot of the people in BAP were really awesome cool fun people to be around we had different little socials but it was also really good because our chapter was very geared towards like career prep so they had resume workshops uh and this is all other than like the fee what was it I think for new members like for me or like candidates is what you start out with before you basically like prove yourself to um, be committed to Beta Alpha Psi and like do the community service and all of that stuff, those requirements. Uh, they, uh, it was $100, which it was a little bit of a stretch at the time because, you know, campus jobs don't pay much. It's barely over minimum wage and you're already drowning in a lot of debt and you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay for your groceries and your rent and all this type of stuff. So it was a little bit of a stretch, but after that initial $100 deposit, I think it was only like, $20 a year after that or $20 a semester or whatever it was but um it was really that money I saw really working for me because they had a lot of recruiting events and that's actually how I ended up getting both the interview for my intern or multiple interviews for my internship three different 
offers for an internship ha- got my internship and now from that internship I have a job offer that I have waiting for me once I'm out of grad school, which a lot of people can't say. A lot of people right now getting close to graduating their undergrad or even their graduate school, um, they're freaking out because they don't know how the fuck they're gonna put food on the table and where they're gonna have a job and everything. So I'm very blessed to say that I have this opportunity and it's a very unique opportunity and Beta Alpha Psi gave me that. So if you, whether you go to Kennesaw or whether you go to any other uh, college, consider joining like an honor society or an organization geared toward your major because not only can you meet really cool people through it because I really did meet like awesome people we actually went like we all interned together but we were also in beta alpha side together and we went out to like bowling a few weeks ago so it's like I was able to build a strong bond with these people um and that's really nice to feel as someone who has never felt like she belonged anywhere to feel like I belong in some way shape or form with the people that I'll soon be working with um because a lot of us are going through the grad school together as well uh but to have that sort of bond with people that you work with it makes it a lot more enjoyable to go to work and wake up every day at 7 30 or 6 30 or however early I had to get up to go to work it just made it a lot more enjoyable to like do what I'm doing even in the tough busy season so take advantage of shit like that even if it's like career fairs free resume courses or seminars and stuff like that take advantage of that shit because that can really like help you meet people that will get you jobs even if you don't get one out of the gate like that person at least has your name in the back of their mind yep Um, similar to, we have SNA, which is kind of our beta alpha side in a way. I mean, we have, excuse me, an honor society. Um, SNA was, just gave me a lot of volunteering opportunities and allowed me to just network and meet with people and figure out, um, and work with just professors and things like that. So I just highly recommend that you just do something fun. It gives you a way to get out and be about, and, um... Yeah, so I recommend that. Um, well, we, we've covered everything. Uh, okay, so last thing I wanted to cover actually was kind of just like if you're coming into college and you don't know what the fuck you should be packing, let me tell you things that you should and shouldn't be packing or things that you might think are helpful or might be helpful. Um, I don't know. Number one, I would say don't bring all of your clothes from home. Because there is a nine, not only will it just clutter your life, but there's a 99% chance that your style is going to change a lot. Mm -hmm. I like, especially me, I still had a lot of clothing coming into college that I had worn in like middle school. And I, I guess I hung, I hung on to that style more so for the sake of like my mom than anything, but that just it it's not my style at all like my style has completely changed if you look on my instagram and see what i put together i'm kind of that like edge between very feminine but also 
edgy, I guess you could say. And that's something like your style is going to change. You're going to grow as a person. But just don't bring all of your clothes because you're not going to wear 99% of them. Your weight, whether it goes up or down, will probably fluctuate quite a bit. I know Kayla and I lost a lot of weight going into college versus, you know, everyone's heard of the infamous freshman 15. Some people gain quite a bit of weight. So chances are, whether it's for weight gain or weight loss, um, for lifestyle changes, for style changes, just overall the evolution of yourself, you're probably going to end up buying a lot of clothing <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So you might as well just not go to college with like extra clothing and shit that you you're not going to wear just bring the things that you know you're going to wear and also leave some clothing for at home uh including like bras and underwear and stuff because when you go home on the weekends you don't want to have to cart a lot of shit back and forth right um so that's like the biggest problem when Kayla and I on the off occasion that we do go back to where we're from like to our parents house from here all of our stuff is here and sometimes I forget underwear sometimes I forget not that I wear bras often but sometimes I'll forget that stuff and Mm -hmm. then I'll have to go out and buy it there anyway or you know I won't bring pajamas home because I'm just not thinking about wearing pajamas so don't bring any unneeded stuff I guess things whether it's books clothing Anything that you're just not sure about or you don't really use often, just leave it home for now. Your parents will probably wait a few years before they start saying, hey, we're going to clean out your room and turn it into a man cave or whatever they want to turn it into. Mm-hmm. And then I have not Do you have anything that you would say don't bring? Um, to not bring? Um... Yo, attitude? No. <laughs> I mean, don't bring a closed mind. To, the whole point of college is to meet different people, to understand different perspectives. So if you come thinking that the way that you think, especially if you go to a liberal arts school, that the way that you currently think is not going to change, granted you have to, it's going to be very hard for you to not see other perspectives because it's kind of, I wouldn't say forced on you, but to um, just consider having an open mind being willing to understand other people's sides and being willing to accept people for who and what they are and um, just learning how to keep keep it pushing and moving forward, you know. Yeah, I saw you had a list. Yeah, sorry, I'm texting someone back real quick. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm very um, short. No, I wouldn't say short with the words, but I feel like you give a, a good story behind every point, but then I'm just like... Yeah, you felt dry as fuck last week. I'm just letting you know that. But no, I wasn't dry. um, Okay. Anyway, I'm just more of a listener. Anyway, uh, things. Anyway, uh, uh, I'm kidding. You can ask the people that I I see, not the people. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um. Just, I'm more of a listener, and I kind of like to, I process things, and I'm not saying that I process things a little slow, but um, I like to take what people say, I like to process it one way, then process it 10,000 other different ways, and then I'm like, now I'm ready to respond. So, that's why it takes me so long to text back sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, a list of things that I think would be really helpful, uh, 
going into college that no one really I feel like tells you you should have the first one is a Brita filter or like a Brita pitcher of some sort because whether it's like the filter that you put on a sink or just an overall pitcher that you can fill up with tap water and it filters it I that would have been been really beneficial to have my freshman year because uh Kayla lived in a uh in a what do you call it I still had to walk and go get water though to fill up my water bottle yeah I I know but Kayla at least had a kitchen uh so she had a kitchen sink if you're into drinking kitchen tap water that was never really our thing in our family that sounds bougie as hell but we just we just didn't um drink tap water like that so now I, I don't care about it as much because I've lived on the broke nigga side, so um, it's not necessarily something I'm proud of, but it's something that happened, so I don't necessarily mind tap water much anymore, but uh, I prefer it to be, if it is tap water, to have a Brita filter, but um, I didn't have even like a kitchenette sink or anything. There were only the bathroom sinks, uh, for my freshman dorm and there were community kitchens on I think the second and fourth floors of every building which I was lucky enough for both rooms I had my freshman year to to have been placed on those floors so it was just a walk down the hallway for me but at the same time it's like in the middle of the night I really didn't feel like getting up to refill a water bottle or anything like that and of course you could just buy plastic water bottles but I actually put on here to get a reusable water bottle because it's just more environmentally healthy yeah, you guys it's cheaper it yeah overall it's cheaper you're not having to buy them I was going through hella water all the time so it was like having those plastic bottles and then like my roommate and I or Astrid we would both like you know share each other's plastic bottles so we were going through them super quick and so just having a reusable bottle or a tumbler or whatever you like to drink out of is just overall a lot better for the environment and a lot easier to deal with so the second thing is an extra pair of headphones like just put it in your backpack put it mm-hmm. put it somewhere because you will get that one time where you forget your headphones and you're like on the bus or the trolley around campus. Walking around, going to the gym, whatever the case may be, you're going to need something. And granted, they may not be your favorite, but you have them. And that's the important fact because music is such an important part um, to just about, I mean, for me, it's just it's such an important part of life. I mean, it helped me drown out that guy at the gym today. Um, <laughs> who was hovering over me. Side, quick sidebar, if you're at the gym and you want to use a specific a specific piece of equipment, that's perfectly fine. But don't hover over me. Don't ask me how many sets. And when I tell you 10 to 15 minutes, get upset with me. No, you get to the gym earlier. All right? Or you go use the other machines that they have. Go use something else. Just because it's not what you want to use specifically at this moment, get over it. I'm not finished. And then don't come back to me when I'm in the middle of, I'm rushing myself so that I'm trying to be nice and hurry up. And then you come, hey, can I set you up on another squat rack somewhere else so that I can do this? No, you cannot. You can't help me with anything, sir. Just because of the you're a man or whatever the case may be, the gym is just as important for women too. Don't come to me. You wouldn't have done that to a dude. 
I know exactly you wouldn't have. You would have politely waited or did something else. But because I was a woman and you already automatically assumed that I'm just going to lift my little, do 10-pound squats. No, honey, I need, I'm adding 45s on that thing. So don't come at me. With that being said, I used my headphones after that to drown him out because he was very animated and he kept on yelling and screaming and I just don't like that. Yeah, people who, like, grunt loud at the gym, I feel, but it's the same way that I used to feel. I understand that there's certain points where you're exerting a lot of energy, and maybe it's just my personal anatomy, but I've never lifted, even when I've gone, like, my one rep of the highest thing that I could do, the emotional get out of me is a little, like, just a little fart of a, Mm -hmm. you know, grunt, but there are people in there who are sound like 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 sound like they're fucking having orgasms in the gym and it's just annoying pooping or throwing up like yeah it's just weird and annoying and it's like you just want people to know that you're lifting heavy or whatever and he really wasn't because he was doing uh he's like i'm trying to do overhead presses and i was like no you're actually trying to do military presses those are two different things thank you very much anywho he does military presses at the same weight that I do. And he's a whole, like, foot taller than me. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm abnormally strong for my height. But, jeez. Don't come, you're coming at me with, you're, you're weak. Like, bro, come on. I'm oh, about wow. to embarrass you in front uh. of your little girl or whatever. Like, stop. Just he was just dancing all around like yeah be free but like don't be weird. I'm sorry guys. Woo. Um. Anyway, I would also say to keep cash on you because yeah. I the only reason I know that people don't really use cash anymore and stuff like that and like even if you're leaving a tip or you know getting a valet if you happen to need a valet for wherever you're at. Even though a lot of places are, like, offering more electronic options, I just remember once sophomore year, Kayla and I, our bank was sending out new cards for us. Mm -hmm. And in sending out new cards, they didn't tell us they were deactivating the old ones. So we had a few days where, like, we went to, and we had no idea this was happening, but we went to Target and, um... We were, both of our cards kept getting declined over and over, and we didn't have, uh, I don't think we had our credit cards at the time. We hadn't opened them up yet. So this, like, basically we went, like, a week and a half without having access to our money, but in being able, we had, I think we did end up just writing a check for, like, groceries, but checks are becoming obsolete. So if anything, I'd rather carry cash on me than to potentially deal with like an obsolete check i have other things on here honestly the only other thing that i would say is an absolute must to me are rain boots and a rain poncho Mm -hmm. especially if you're gonna live on campus especially if you don't have a car um and if you're gonna be like walking across even if you do have a car even if you're living off campus walking in between class there is nothing worse than sitting in a cold ass building soaking wet from the rain outside those are the moments in college that made me truly like want to snap and I was just like this is it I'm dropping out because I fucking can't so um college classes are very cold cold plus wet not fun 
Um, and a lot of the time, like, especially on Kinnikaw's camp, Kinnikaw's, 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 but on, <laughs> but on Kinnikaw's campus, the irrigation system is really bad. Think, like, I who constructed this of, shit? All of Kinnikaw, like, the whole, the whole city, the whole town, city, whatever it's called. I just feel as though whoever built it said, oh, look, there's a mountain. And then they just took, like, the Sims, they took a whole lot and <laughs> just put it on top of the mountain and didn't level anything out. Like, and yeah. so that's what happened. And so the irrigation just isn't the best. Roads just aren't developed the way they need to be. But it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Because you make it work. But I feel as though um, I'm just tired of, you know... Get always getting my shoes wet, so yeah. Have rain boots. Have a raincoat. Always have an umbrella. Have an umbrella in your home and have an umbrella in your car. Yeah, you may think, oh, why do I need two umbrellas? But you're always going to be caught in a situation where all of a sudden, wham, bam, you get in the car, you drive to wherever you're going, and then it's pouring rain because that's just how Georgia can be, and you don't have an umbrella. So what can you do? You're walking in the rain, but I always have an umbrella. So I'm prepared. Always be triple, double, triple prepared. Have a pair of shoes in the back of your car. Have a pair of socks. Um, have a jacket in your car or with you. I always take a jacket everywhere. Like tomorrow I'm going to the movies. I may not need a jacket, but I will always have one. Because you never know what's going to happen. Whether it's going to be cold, warm, um, rainy, whatever the case may be. So, Yeah, so... In the end, that is that. I hope that you learned something from our kind of overall summary or one hour and 20 minute summary of our college experiences. Well, that's all I have for today. So other than, ooh, I finally kissed him. That's all I got to say. Wow. Well, we got over our fears. I also swung on this little like makeshift rope out in front of the Chattahoochee or over the Chattahoochee River. So there's that as well. You know, we were just making a lot of decisions on my date yesterday. But yeah, that's all I have for today. Thank you again for the social media interning coming in Ooh. to uh, fill in while Holly's on her hiatus. I keep Holiday. trying to say oasis, but on her hiatus. And hopefully Holly will be back with us soon. Yeah, because I feel like I'm not, I'm somewhat bland in comparison to Holly. I'm just mostly because we're doing this when I'm tired. Um, but there, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. The show still must go right, on. Right, the show's gotta go on. There's so many times where I'm just tired, but I'm just like, I gotta push through. Consistency is the key. But anyway, Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.